that, 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 that is blasphemy. No. Finally, they did unleash him. No. Ah, this is the... No. Hey, Paul. What's up, bro? Let's give these people something different. Welcome to the PG Sports Podcast. It's me, Far of Sports. And your boy, G. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the PG Sports Podcast. We're here after a layoff. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth, y'all. It, it was my fault. My work, my schedule got crazy. It was, don't blame him. Don't don't send him the messages. Send them to me. That was, that was my bad. But outside of that, I'm sorry. So outside of that, we're here back again to pick up where we left off. And before I start rambling too much, Paul telling me back and we was gone because it was my fault. I ain't gonna tell him it was your fault, but we are <laughs> back. Got a, got a, got another great show as always for y'all. We got a, a jam packed show. Wow, yeah, this could easily be about three episodes, but we got to we got to punch it all in. So we're gonna get so without wasting any more time, we're gonna get down to it. Um. Even though we were off this long, I did like it. I kind of like the way it fell because now we can do a general playoff review. You know, we got this week off before the Super Bowl. And instead of just giving these, you know, hot take by week analysis, give us a chance to, to be removed from it for a minute. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Have a, have a chance to re- truly reflect on this year of NFL playoff football. So, um, just give me your general takeaways, likes, dislikes, any game analysis, hot points you want to get off. Just give them to me. Give them to the people. What was your general takeaway from this year's set of uh, playoff football in the NFL? Uh, I have to say the AFC side, the Tennessee Titans, obviously surprised everybody. So I, I play this. I bet you. Five dollars. They surprised themselves. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I they they surprised some of the some of themselves. I don't think they surprised the coach. Mike Vrabel is Mike Vrabel. He comes. He comes from Bill Belichick. Man, he expects to win, and he outcoached the great Bill Belichick. You so you so you're willing to say that right now? Uh, well known. Patriots love it. Absolutely. The the the. Wow. I mean, not not for the season or anything, but for that game. The the yeah, that game. The wild game. the That's wild card about. game. Oh no, he he absolutely he coached circles that, around Bill Belichick. I will say that 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 fit that field goal stunt he pulled. Oh man, yeah. I mean, that, the, that was beautiful. The the <laughs> the delay of games. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That and Belichick was mad, but it's something that he's done in the past. You know, just wasting the time. Of course, he's looking at him like, "What do you think I got it from?" Exactly, exactly. And it, it, he was loving it that Belichick was so pissed off over there. He was loving, <laughs> he was loving every minute of it. He couldn't show it on TV because, I mean, every camera in the world was on, world was watching it. But right? he, oh, he loved every second of it. It was so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my Patriots man, he, he Bill Belichick got out coached. Derrick Henry is a savage, and Tom Brady had nobody to throw the ball to. I mean, that's that's the synopsis of the the Titans Patriots, Titans Ravens. Derrick Henry is a savage. 
Yes. I can yes. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> yeah, they started calling him King Henry, which I, I thought was a bit much. Hey, but you know what? Hey, you man. know we had Minshew Mania for two games, so you know I, at least I, at least he broke records. The way before he got a nickname. The way he was playing, man, he he he's straight savage. Okay. What was that? Skip Bayless calls him the moose who runs like a deer. I said that's funny, does, man. I so I did not realize how fast I knew he could move to be a, such a big dude. I yeah. did not realize how fast he was. Here's here's how I always gauge fast. I, this is just me. Um, a, I always look at open field, right? Because you can break up the middle and make a guy miss and do all types of things like that. And, you know, you can make a guy miss and boop, 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 and then, you know, get out around the corner. Once you turn that corner, that's when I look and see if you got speed. Because if you create separation as you run... You fast. Oh, oh he's fast. Because at that point in time, ain't no jukes or no... It ain't no jukes or no angles or nothing. It's just my feet versus your feet. And that is exactly <laughs> what Derrick like Henry this. was doing. I put like this on the play he broke. I want to say versus the Ravens. Yeah, it was the Ravens. It took it took Marcus Peters to catch him. Probably the fastest guy on the field, and Marcus Peters really had to like catch him. He had to turn on the jets. Yeah, I mean he was he was down to the seven. He got down to the seven yeah. yard line, and Marcus Peters really had to run to catch yeah, him. Yeah, he was flying. Yeah, it was <laughs> they funny. caught so, a lot of people by the yeah. He caught that, a lot of. They caught a lot yeah, of people by surprise. No, no doubt, man. Um, the one thing I saw that um really needs to that really needs to change is uh Bill O'Brien. You need you need to quit. You need to fire yourself as GM. You need to hand those reins over to somebody. You have too talented of a team to just. Like Houston has talent. This for some reason they just it just it just never comes to. Like mm-hmm. you, like you you look at you got Deshaun Watson, he's a player. DeAndre Hopkins, baller, Will Fuller, great complimentary receiver. JJ Watt, not what he used to be. Uh, yeah, not what he used to be. But somehow they bought they did the whole Jadavian Clowney thing wrong. They hunched their future on hurt JJ Watt, let Jadavian Clowney walk. And it's like, bro, you might just need to focus on coaching the team and let somebody else handle personnel and let get somebody get somebody in there that you can work with, but somebody to make those decisions to hopefully like get y'all over the hump. Cause y'all cause they have talent and they have too much they have too much talent to be getting beat like that to, to against Buffalo. And then to be up twenty four nothing versus Kansas City and Kansas yeah, <laughs> did you see the joke about Kansas City during that game? What? When it um you know how the common joke is like when when you're playing like PlayStation and you're gaming and you sit up like oh snap I guess I got to play now right. they say that's what Kansas City did yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> they said if they said that first quarter Kansas City was just sitting back and this thing you know they was down twenty four nothing they set up like all right y'all let's play ball now like this is literally what Kansas City did and when Kansas City got started Houston had no answer for them. None. had nothing None. and I'm just like some they have ta- they have too much talent to not put it like this. The hardest thing they always say the hardest thing to do in sports is to get the quarterback right, and they got the quarterback right. They got the quarterback and some complimentary pieces, like and some complimentary receivers. Like, get somebody else in here to figure this out because obviously you can't, Bill O'Brien. Obviously you can't. He needs to fire himself as 
as general manager or something. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does, as he a does, coach, he's good. Yeah, as, he as a coach, good. he's that's good. What I was, that's what I was about to say. He does a decent job as a coach. But they got the quarterback right. They got the receivers right. They just need somebody. They need to get their pieces together. And it's obvious that he isn't doing the job. So somebody needs to step in, oh, and get and tell him he needs to get his pieces together because that's what's really holding this team back from really, like, to me, really possibly being in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Is somebody else getting these pieces together? I agree. Because they have the talent. It's just they're missing something. So, okay, I'm gonna give you. I mean, wait. Do you, is that all you wanted to say about uh, the the Saints? Um, I was surprised. I was surprised by the Saints game. Um, I, hey, here's the thing. Wait, can I say one thing? Yeah, about the Saints game? yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Y'all know me. I'm a Vikings fan. Okay. I was I've been so upset that I haven't been able to record because I wanted to say this for national media that no one that no one said this entire time. Everyone was so upset about the potential well kind of what was supposed to be pass interference call on uh Kyle Rudolph at the end of the game, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, to me as a Saint, as a Vikings fan, that wasn't even the biggest blown call. The biggest blown call was that Dalvin Cook touchdown. I'm telling you right now, as a Saints fan, he didn't score right at all. He wasn't even close. <laughs> I looked dead at that play and said, "Okay, let's line it up again." Touchdown, Vikings! Whoa, yeah. He didn't score at all. Like the ball didn't crawl. Like. Who was that? I don't want to say Von Bell. Somebody met him in that hole. No, Demario Davis. Mm-hmm. Demario Davis met him in that hole and turned him around. All right. Dalvin Cook did not score that ball. They not, not no part of that ball. I think his foot barely got across. Demario Davis met him in that hole and turned him around. And no one bad an eye about that. That clearly missed touchdown call, but everybody wants to make a big deal about the pass interference call at the end of the game, which to me was more that's, iffy. Yeah, like, that's border, it was that iffy. was borderline. Like, had they called it, I wouldn't have been mad. Uh, they didn't call it, so of course I was happy. <laughs> I, I look at it as a competitor. I look at it like this. If somebody on the Saints team who would have been uh, Kyle Rudolph's size. Right. It wouldn't have been anything. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have even looked like anything, because right. that, the Saints shouldn't have had a, a little five foot eleven guy on this, on, on on this six, big four six, six five Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, the big tight end. That's that you know that is a goal. Is a goal. Is a goal line threat. threat. Like, I mean, they threw it up to him the possession before. He just didn't come down with it. It was and this one he came he down came with. down with. I mean, what, what, that I blame that on the Saints. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it was a, I don't think it was pass interference. It could have been, but I don't like. They had as a Vikings fan, had they called it, I wouldn't have been mad, right? Because put it like this, I've seen lesser calls. I've oh, seen yeah. lesser plays get called. Yeah, definitely. You feel what I'm saying? So the, if they would have called it, I wouldn't have been upset. But considering the fact that they didn't, of course, I was happy. You know, right. I ain't gonna say nothing about it. Right. But to me, everybody was arguing that call. Like even all the sports shows, was it passing interference? Was it not passing interference? Did y'all miss that Dalvin Cook touchdown? Demario Davis literally turned him around at the half yard line, and they called that a touchdown. I was in shock <laughs> as a full blooded Vikings fan. I was in shock. 
that they actually called that a touchdown. I can't believe it to this day. I can't, but I cannot believe it to this day. So, wait, you got some Patriots rhetoric you're going to get out? Because I got one more. Man, I, I, I already talked enough about what, what our problem is. It's, it's, right. it's sickening. sickening. I got one more thing to get off my chest. Got by my Vikes so we can keep it popping. Get it. Get it. I am 100% done with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, t- I'm I'm telling you this right now. This might sound a little wild. This might sound a little wild. Mm-hmm. But just follow me on this, okay? Mm-hmm. We got Kirk Cousins for one more year, right? Mm-hmm. We owe him, I think, 28 mil or something like it's that. It's a lot. I don't know exact numbers, but it's a lot. Because he got like 80 some odd guarantee, and he's something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Over three years. This is the third year. I say this right now with a whole heart, wholeheartedly. I say we eat the Kirk Cousins deal and just deal with it. We need to go sign Phillip Rivers. Brett Favre 2.0. Wow. We need to go sign Phillip Rivers. Because if anything, I know Phillip, he might throw four interceptions, but he's going to throw it. <laughs> he ain't gun shy. I get so sick of watching Kirk Cousins take a snap and he just – like, he's just scared to throw it or something. Like, bro, let it rip. You got receivers, bro. You got receivers. You got Adam, you got first down Thielen, one of the best tra- best traffic catchers, and Stephon Diggs, and Kyle Rudolph, who's a walking skyscraper. With a good running game behind you. Throw it. You throw a pick. Who cares? Who cares? Throw the ball. He kills me with that. He's there to tell you, like, he just... I don't know if I should throw the ball, Kirk. I'm telling you right now, we might need to eat it. I, it put like this. Of course, I'm not saying scrap our whole team, but if we can mess around and get one of these old slingers like Philip, I'll take Philip for the right number, of course. But if somebody said, "Hey, could you could get Philip Rivers at the right price?" I would sign Philip Rivers and say, "Hey, Kirk, sit down. Philip, we're running with you. Sling it all over the yard. I'll deal with the consequences because there's this whole thing is." I am so done with Kirk Cousins. And me, I just wanted to give a solution. Because to me, I always hate when people have problems, but they never present solutions. Yeah. That just that just annoys me personally. Oh, man, this person need to get fired. Who you going to replace him with? I don't know. Well, be quiet. <laughs> if, you ain't got no, if you ain't got no replacement, if you ain't got no alternative to the matter, be quiet. So that'd be my, that would be my answer to the Kirk Cousins question. Deal with Kirk Cousins' contract. And go sign Phillip Rivers. Because Phillip Rivers to be he's he's old, he's cocky, and he got something to prove. He don't want these last couple of years in San Diego in LA, San Diego, whatever, to be his legacy. And I think if the right number came around, we would we would have a chance to go get Phillip Rivers. I don't know. I don't know whether Rivers would want to go to the the NFC. See, with <laughs> with Brett, with Brett, you mentioned Brett. With Brett, right. Brett stayed with in, in, in exactly what he knew. He didn't just stay in the right. conference; he stayed in the same division. Right. I mean, he he he's went up the road. Exactly. Like we being one exactly. hundred. I I mean, I I get it. I get what you're saying, and I I I, I like the the thought, but I just I don't see him switching conferences. But like whether, what is whether he actually does it? I don't know. My whole point was this: I'm sick of Kirk Cousins, and here's my solution. Let's go get Philip Rivers. Yeah. 
That's, that's a solution. That's my solution. That's a solution that, to the problem. That's my solution. <laughs> Go get somebody who's gonna throw it. Phil, if, if Philip Rivers ain't gonna do nothing else, he gonna throw it. He look at it. He'd be in a he'd be in a dome. He'd be so he'd be inside eight games a year. Philip Rivers and those receivers. Come on now. Mm-hmm. That don't sound too crazy. But with all the playoff talk uh, review. We actually have a Super Bowl laid out. It is Kansas City mm. versus San Francisco. Yeah. <sighs> but before I don't ramble for a second, what are your thoughts, feelings, ideas? Of what is your general feeling going into this Super Bowl? You excited about it? Not I am. About I'm it? extremely excited about it. Really? Absolutely. Extremely. I'm a, hmm. I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan, just like I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. You know, I, right. I, I'd have been happy with either one of them. I think they're uber talented, and I cannot right. wait because Patrick Mahomes showed me something this playoffs, and I will say that he, he showed the world something. He is not afraid of anything, any team, no, any moment, nothing. If he's on right. that football field. He's going to control it. And I can't wait to see him on the biggest stage in football. Be great. And yeah. all, all, all eyes on all him. All eyes on him. And he's, he's playing the 49ers. I love the fact that they're the, the, the young team. They're not supposed to be there. But I, I do like the fact that it's two younger, it's two of the younger, newer generation quarterbacks absolutely. in it. That's some, the fact that it's no, no, listen, Bob, no offense. But it's not the Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, mm. you know what I'm saying? The older guy. Like, you got the new faces coming in now. Like, who, the NFL needs who to – The been NFL really needs to get behind Who would have been – Who would have been a Patriot. A Patriot. Wait, time out. Did you hear the story about uh, how Jimmy Garoppolo ended up in San Francisco? Mm, what story? Okay. Apparently, Bill Belichick and Kyle Shanahan, of course, they – because. Mike and Bill know each other, so of course he knows Kyle. There's a mutual respect. There. Yeah. Apparently they were talking at the combine like a few years, like uh, like a year or two ago. Well, whatever the season. Well, the season before he ended up getting traded there. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was just talking to him, talking to him, talking to him. And apparently Kyle Shanahan in- brought up Jimmy, and Bill Belichick was like, "No, I'm not trading Jimmy. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm not trading Jimmy Garoppolo." And then next thing you know, the whole thing with apparently with Tom goes down, where Tom's like, "Yo, you need to get him out of here because you know he's a cha- he's a challenge to my throne. I don't like this feeling." So apparently, Bill Belichick calls Kyle Shanahan and was like, "Yo, um, something's going down. I'll give you Jimmy for a second round pick." And he was like, "What? Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, Jimmy, second round pick, final offer." He was like, "Hold on." He called apparently Kyle Shanahan calls John John Lynch and goes, "Hey, uh, call Bill and see if he's lying to us." And apparently John Lynch got him on the phone and was like, "No, I'm serious. Jimmy Garoppolo's second round pick right now." He was like, "Bet, give him here," <laughs> just like that. That's that's of course outside of the whole Patriots thing. Uh, that's what transaction between there that. That's what ended up happening. How he ended up in San Francisco. San Francisco didn't even call him. He he called San Francisco. I could believe. It was like yo. Could believe that. I could believe. Because they said part of the idea was he wanted to make sure Jimmy went somewhere nice. Because it would just kind of be like a stick in the arm of of a craft. It'd be like, see, see, we could have had this. 
But no, you want to sign with Tom. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want to sign with old Tom? So and we could have had we could have had our success already. But anywho, mm-hmm. new yeah we got. But I do love the fact that we got new quarterback faces in the Super Bowl this year because like you can ask a lot of football casuals don't the, if they don't know nobody else they know Tom Brady because Tom Brady is always in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they know they know greatness. They know greatness. Oh, they, <laughs> they know greatness, huh? But so who you got? Who who who, um, who you got? You you didn't answer that. Ooh, okay. I don't here's the thing, right? I got into a, a discussion with this with this guy earlier. I fi- I said I feel like it's gonna be Kansas City mm-hmm. because can because Kansas City basically played San Francisco already. Being in Tennessee. Uh-huh. But they are better Tennessee. They're way better Tennessee. Uh-huh. But their offensive philosophy, their defensive philosophy, you know, Tennessee really didn't blitz much. They tried to get pressure with the they tried to get the front pressure, just like San Francisco will. But San Francisco can get home; they can get home with those four. <laughs> you're you're right about the same philosophy and basically the same team. But San Francisco's talent is far greater. They, and they, hilariously enough, that was his exact point. He said, "You can't put Tennessee and San Francisco in the same boat." I said, "I was just more or less referring to philosophy wise the fact they that are. San Francisco, they San run Francisco, the ball and play defense. Run they and they want their quarterback to throw the ball as least as possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like put it like this: if if they're run, if San Francisco, if that running game is is working, they're not even throwing the ball for fun, right?" He's like, hey, Jim, you want to throw one? No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're going to hand it to this dude, Molstra, whoever he was that just came out of nowhere. Man, he could he <laughs> could be a track star. I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he that, got out of there. He got, but they say he has some. He, oh, he got They say he has some track, he got, some track background. He has jets for feet. Oh, my yes. God. That little guy is fast, man. Oh, wow. But yeah, he. But yeah, so that's what I was saying. So I would think it's Kansas City because uh, San Francisco can run the ball and play ball control. If they can hold the ball for seven minutes, but who cares when Kansas City can score in a minute and a half? Agree. So if I had to go with it right now, um, <sighs> but that Kansas City defense scares me. I I think they might be able to run it on them, and if their running game gets going. Boy, San Francisco will pile it. <laughs> they're not gonna. They're not gonna stop. And that defense isn't very good. You know what? I'm gonna go San Francisco. No, I'm. I'm gonna go San Francisco because I have to. I have to follow my principles in life. Two things that I always travel is a running game and a defense. And San Francisco has both. Dates Kansas City just has a once in a lifetime talented quarterback, which which that can also win your Super Bowl as well. But it but it feels like a whole team in San Francisco versus the Kansas City offense. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. So if I had so on principle, I think I gotta go. I think I gotta go 49ers. Uh-huh. Well, what you got? Me, I I have to say San Francisco as well. Oh, solely because. I'm a firm believer in offense puts butts in the seat and sells tickets and as it does and defense wins championships. Like you said, what? San Fran got the better D 
and they are going to. It's not going to be, are they, or, or maybe they can. They are going to run the ball down Kansas City's throat. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear me? I'm I'm yeah. talking about it's gonna be it's gonna be bad because yeah they 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 stopped they stopped Derrick Henry you know oh man but De- but Derrick Henry and this San Francisco attack is a totally totally ball, different man. the only thing because basically only thing I like is they running the ball they're both running the like, ball <laughs> they're running the ball but they run the ball different ways Tennessee, totally different because Tennessee just tosses it and says Derrick Henry run downhill. With Kansas, with San Francisco, you get six motions, and those motions have nothing to do with the play. Yeah. <laughs> They'll take the fullback, motioning him out, bring a tight end over, bring the other receiver over, bring one receiver back, just run a dive. <laughs> You're just like, what, what was all this motion for? It was for nothing. It was for nothing at all. Mm-hmm. It was just to give you crap to look at as they just run the ball straight down your throat. But, yeah, I think I'm going to go San Francisco on this one. Just I don't trust that Kansas City defense at all. Yeah. They're very opportunistic, but San Francisco doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm I'm San Fran too. But now, with that being said, you talked about offense sales tickets and defense wins championships. Um, we're gonna jump to a game that was played a while back, but we hadn't had a chance to talk about it. So now we're going to because this is our show. This is what we do. Um. We can clearly say, I think the defense stepped up when they need to, but we can clearly say in the clay case of the LSU Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, offense, off, offense won championship. <laughs> it did. It, it was, offense won championship. It was a once-in-a-lifetime offense. Offense, yes. The team, eh? I, 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 see, I had, this, I had this discussion with a friend of mine. That Give is, it to me. That is arguably – the greatest college football team ever. Oh, I don't I, I'm not saying they are, but they are definitely in the conversation. You but it is you know what this game felt like that I felt like nobody really compared it to? Uh-huh. But I but the, what it felt like to me, this felt like that 05 Rose Bowl. This felt like Texas USC all over again. Except with Clemson being USC coming in off that winning streak. Uh-huh. You know, they got the star quarterback and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, this hot this hot shot team for one year comes in with this hot quarterback and leads them to victory. I think the only reason it didn't get those 05 Rose Bowls comparisons is because the game wasn't close. Coming into it, that's what the game felt like. It wasn't close. To me. The, they, but the game wasn't even They the were just that dominant. Close. I told you what was going to happen to them against Oklahoma. Yeah. I told you. You did. You did. You called that. At least, you at, that least at least two scores. Yeah, you said the LSU not even close. I said it'd be close. No, it won't even be no, close. I was like, wow. Not gonna be close. They <laughs> were close they were one. they were completely dominant, man. I don't remember seeing uh, and I was alive for some really good teams, but yeah. I don't remember just watching, sitting and watching a team as dominant as that LSU team. You know, a lot of people would argue the, some of those USC teams back in the early 2000s. Miami, that O one Miami team, um, that 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 nineties, the that uh, Nebraska team in the nineties. A lot of people argued the uh, a lot of those teams. Um, I'll say this: this was probably one of the. Okay, let's ask this question: Did Joe Burrow have the best college season as a player ever? 
Of course. You said that hands down. Like you didn't even think about it. It's like it's, like, I mean, like like we're not even talking about base saying it's like three thousand like all purpose yards. Okay, no, so right okay. Let me let me take that back. Cam, I'm Cam, speaking. Can't wait, Cam Newton season. I'm absolutely. It was, it was better than Cam Vince Newton's Young, season. Vin, it was better than better than Vince better, Young, better Vince than Young Vin, season. Better than Vince's season too. Whoa. Okay. If we're talking quarterbacks, Joe Burrow had the greatest season ever. I think Charles Woodson's mm. had, had one of the greatest seasons ever. You can name. Mm, nobody even brought that name up. Oh, yeah. He did. You, that, that, that Heisman year, he no, was, he was uh, literally he was, a game changer. Yeah, a, an instant game changer. I mean, you could name a, a host of running backs. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I, when I answered so quickly, I'm th- you you did say anybody. You didn't specify. Yeah, you didn't, no, I didn't. No, you I didn't, didn't specify. specify. I no. said it. I didn't specify because that was the point. As far as as far as quarterbacking, is nobody had a greater season than Joe Burrow. Oh no. I will say I will say this. Um, this is something I think that's left out of the annals of the rec of the records that um. The one thing they talk about was the fact that Joe Burrow broke the passing record, passing touchdown record, which was previously held by Colt Brennan in Hawaii. Now, if Joe Burrow ever meets Justin Houston, because I think they have a chance to cross paths because Justin Houston is still in the league, he needs to say thank you so much because people, for people, a lot of people forget that the passing record for Colt Brennan was 58 because he did not throw a touchdown pass in his bowl game because they played against the Georgia Bulldogs, which was Matthew, which was Stafford, Marino, Justin Houston was on that defense, and Hawaii had no answer <laughs> for that Georgia defense. Cole Brennan didn't throw a touchdown that game. So that's why that record stood at 58, uh-huh. and he was able to crack it at 60. Had he been able to throw a few more, you know, Maybe he wouldn't have broke. The, he was had a great season, but he wouldn't have broke the record. But the reason that the the that the record stole said at fifty eight was because he threw fifty eight before the bowl game, and this was before they had a playoff. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So he had fifty eight with a, like two three less games to break. I'm not I'm not diminishing the record, but he's just had he. I think had he been able to had that game never took place the way it did he probably wouldn't have broke the record which would have been like a knock but it's just funny to think about how life turns out the fact that he got shut out in a bowl game and that's where the record stood at and then now Joe Burrow gets two or three more games but outside of that if if Joe Burrow had played with Joe Brady in Hawaii and I guess I think they're in the <laughs> Mac. Yeah, that was in the max, the wax, something like that. Okay, if if the West, if Joe Burrow like takes this offense and plays in Hawaii, oh, oh, oh my goodness! Okay. <laughs> you think you think he'd had it? Oh my you god, think, he threw eighty touchdowns. I mean, possibly. I mean, he possibly he played seven top ten teams. And oh, he keep mind, beat as a whole, I'm, I'm just saying that it's funny how. Life works out. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But in no way, shape, or form, I'm telling you this right now, as a quarterback, Joe Burrow had the best season ever as a quarterback. Bye. Better than Cam. Better than Cam. Because think about this. Cam dropped out of the sky and played at Auburn. Yeah. Played ball, right? But the only ranked team they beat, I think, was Alabama, and they won the championship game. And, of course, 
the national championship. But then Cam didn't play that well. He got the like he got MVP, but he didn't play that well. He didn't play like Joe Burrow did in that national championship game. Nowhere near close. I watched that game. Nowhere near close. Like Cam did his thing. He they got he got the job done, but you don't remember a Cam Newton highlight from that game. The biggest thing you remember is that Michael Dyer run where he flipped over and landed on the guy that kept running. Like that's pretty much what you remember from that Auburn Oregon national championship. Like right now, I can think of like three Joe Burrow plays and walking off, throwing the touchdown, saying size my size my ring finger. Like, oh my god! Do you know what I'm thinking? Of? What play I'm thinking of? The one, the one that that didn't connect. The one, <laughs> the one Jamar Chase dropped over his left shoulder, right in the end zone, and he just missed it. But the ball was placed was so perfectly. On the money. It was a. It was amazing to me that he. And I mean, people say, "Oh, he couldn't. He couldn't do that again." Man, for it to be that Man. perfect, I guarantee you, he could do it again. It was I'll perfect, just say this. Jamar, it, Jamar. It was so perfect, Jamar Chase. Wasn't expecting it to be that perfect. I think, I think that's why he dropped. He was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, my snap. God, it was right here." Did that, the ball, the ball was right. Here. I'm sorry. He walked back to the huddle like, "Bro, my, my bad." bad. I, he said, "I, I mean, didn't expect that ball to drop in." Bro, like he that. looked at him and he said, "Man, my my bad." <laughs> my bad. Okay, so I think we need to discuss um, the what uh, some people felt was the best part of the national championship game as a whole. Right, uh-huh. the LSU hype videos. God, weren't those things great? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Boy, oh my! That thing first they had the first one with Anthony Mackie, and then somehow they pulled off the rock, which I know how they pulled off the rock because Ed Orgeron was his defensive line coach when he was at Miami, uh-huh. so that's how he pulled off the rock. But just watching the edit and the st- oh my god, those videos were incredible. Like yes, I was ready, like I was ready to go play after that. <laughs> like, give me a helmet immediately. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, yeah. they had the first one had Anthony, but I'll say this: you know what my favorite one out of those was? What's that? It wasn't even those two. It was the Joe Burrow Heisman video because they did the, they did a mix to set it off. I didn't see and that. And I was the oh man, you got I'll, I'll send it to you. They did it just how they did the other two, and it had the Honey Badger narrating it. And then they done a mix. Then they done a mix. I set it off with throw Bert, with Joe Burrow just throwing touchdowns left and right. And I was like, "Oh, oh, this is beautiful. You can't get no more Louisiana than that. You got the Honey Badger narrating with a mix of set it off in the background. Like, I'm gonna have to. You can't get more. You can't get more Louisiana than that. I send it to you. you. Once you check it out, you're gonna go, "Yo, that was crazy." Yeah. But I enjoyed it. It was a great college season. Um, okay, one thing. Yeah. Cool. We'll make this quick. Did you find it very offensive, or did was you was you bothered by them uh, smoking cigars in the locker room? Absolutely not. Me that I I don't know what dudes I don't know what dude probably ain't nobody supposed to be smoking in here. Leave me alone. Yeah, I mean that's Gosh. a that's a that's a state law in Louisiana, no smoking indoor. But man, man no, I leave me yeah, alone. I just want a national championship, man. <laughs> leave me alone, yeah. and then two. This is what I'm talking about. You need friend. You need real friends in life. Yeah. You need people to tell you when you're messing up. Why did no one stop Odell? <laughs> Why did no one stop him? Man, like that's a good put question. A, put it like this: a uh, short story. 
my um a, a good friend of mine. I, of course, I saw the national championship. I saw that stuff. I think I had to work, so I got up, went to work, all that stuff. Y'all, y'all, boom, right? Wanna sneak in a chat with my with my homeboy. He says, "Yeah, man, you see the game? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah boom." He said, "Did you see Odell?" I was like, "What? Huh?" Yeah. He said, "Bro, legit." He said, "Odell forgot. Odell forgot where he was at." I said, wait, what do you mean? He said, bro, literally Odell walks out in the middle of the field and counts out probably close five, six hundred dollars and gives it to Justin Jefferson in the middle of the field. I said, bro, stop lying to me. Stop lying to me. He said, no. He said, so here's the thing, right? I Google it, of course. I'm thinking they're like doing an interview or something. And like somebody just called Odell like in the background somewhere. Nah. No, there's he's literally like surrounded. And I'm just like, Odell, oh my god. Oh my god. Why? Why did no one stop him? Bad luck. But oh, there's so many violations going on here. Yeah. <laughs> so many violations. <laughs> so many violations. <laughs> so many violations. Absolutely. Like what, so many violations. What are you doing, man? Come on, Odell, yeah. man. Lord. Tell me, I got you. And then he told me he was gonna sell their jerseys and give them the money back. Odell, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Odell? And then, then he slapped the policeman on on the <laughs> ass when he when he was getting on to the kids for smoking in the locker room. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Oh man, so we're going to jump, stay in college, but jump sports. Speaking of violations, did you see that Kansas, Kansas State brawl? Man, I did, and I, I, I actually saw it on TV. Oh, I, you, oh you saw it when it happened? I was, I, man, I was flipping through the channels, <laughs> and Kansas, Kansas State was just about, to, I mean, it was the last seconds. Yeah. And I'm watching, oh, I said, oh, man, he stole the ball. Oh man! Ooh, ooh, he, ooh, he pinned it. He pinned it. Oh, he and standing, it stood over he's him. He's standing over him. What no? And then next oh thing you know, man, oh hell, oh, broke loose <laughs> in the stands. Oh my goodness! Right there, they was in the handicap section, man. Oh man! Oh, then the bro. dude picks up a chair. Oh man! And I'm just like, oh, I'm my. Like, I will man, say this: get the hell out of here! What are you doing, young man? I, I will say this. Okay. Who was who was more in the wrong? Was it the Kansas guy or the guy from Kansas State trying to steal a ball and make a layup with like two seconds on the, the clock? guy from Kansas State that stole the ball? Oh, so you think he should have just took that L and kept it pumping? Absolutely, because it's a, it's you, a it's an unwritten law in basketball. Okay. It's a, to me it's a, it's unwritten law in sports because I will say this in sports, even yeah in I, sports as a whole yeah. because it's, it was like Shannon Sharp said. Bro, we're in victory formation. What are you finding off on the ball? What are you doing? Exactly. But like, like we're in victory formation. You know we won. What are you teeing off for? Like on the court, but see, the, the thing about that, and that's exactly the the the, the case. But at yeah. the same time on the football field, you got pads on and you got other big linemen there. So if you fire off, yeah, you might hit me, but shit, you're gonna get hit too. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. It's like pretty much it's like it's like the under hey bro, the, game's over. We just snap on, on the basketball court. On the basketball court. If I'm not trying to score on you, then don't steal. Then don't try to steal the ball from me. Or 
you gonna get what you got, and I'm gonna stand Cause, over cause, you. Because 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 when they losing by like fifty five or something, I wasn't that bad, but they they were losing by a whole lot. Yeah, keep going. I'm gonna Google this one. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna Google this score real quick. Him standing over the man, I I really as a competitor didn't have a problem with. I know as a referee, yeah, I'd have, okay. I'd the, have to the call end of the text. game. The end of the game was sixty to eighty one. Yeah, so it was about twenty like, bro, twenty-one points. Yeah. Say, so what what did that what did you hope to prove there? Like nothing. And that's why he I feel like he started it. He started the whole thing. Now did he, they take it too far? Yeah, yes. obviously. I yeah. mean, but yes. he started it. If he wouldn't have tried to steal that ball, guess what? We all the finna ball, go in the locker room and we and, we finna, and we finna Kansas, change clothes. Kansas, we finna <laughs> leave with a eighty one to sixty victory. Okay, and and it, and that's what I'm saying to me. And to me, and I think that distinction is what I felt about it as well. Did it did it blow over? Yeah, like yeah, way yeah. too far. Way Absolutely. too far. Absolutely. Way and too far. and yeah. both of the the all all of them kids, both teams were at fault. Exactly. At, at that like at this, that like point, this, you know what I'm saying. Had, but like this is the point. For me. Had he he stole it? Boom. Pins him. Boom. Right, he stands over him a little bit because he knew he tried to punk him. You feel what I'm saying? That was a that was a domi- that was trying a domination move. Where even though they was losing, he tried to punk him and he didn't go for it. Yeah. So him standing, I ain't gonna lie, him standing over him really didn't bother me. Me neither. So I so now I know dude on the ground was like I tried a slick move, didn't work, got pinned. Now he's standing over me. Now I just got a bang. That's the only way. That's the only way I'm gonna like redeem this. Yeah. Is I got a bang now. <laughs> I got a bang. So now, when at that point in time, they're they're throwing, they're doing this. A dude picks up a stool. All right, at that point in time, all right, everybody, everybody got to get some of this work. Okay, like you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get suspended. You gotta get suspended. All right, cool. <laughs> but I will say this: the dude who stole the ball and done all that stuff initially, you would have the higher one because literally all of this was started by you. Yeah, he everybody he, he ignited he ignited the flame without a doubt. Everybody, everybody was chilling. All right, we won. It's 6081. All right, let's get this game over. For real, bro? <laughs> you just going to steal it? I right, bet. Give me that. <laughs> Sit down. That's what don't you, try that no more. That's exactly <laughs> what you get when you do some crazy stuff like that. I mean, that's, it's, it's against it was, it was all, unnecessary. It's against all logic, man. It was crazy. He could have left that alone and everything would have been fine, but no, somebody had to try and. Yeah. <laughs> but now, they said, I. Uh, then what was that? Who was that dude? Which one of them guys got suspended indefinitely? Was it the Kansas the, guy? Yeah, for, the Sosa. For, yeah, because for the chair. Yeah, because once up he picked chair. up the chair, you was like, "Whoa, yeah, I, all right, bro, you wilding." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you was wilding at you. So yeah, in picking up a chair, you know, he got to get he got to suffer his punishment for that. Yeah, so, no, they 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 gave him they ended up giving him twelve games. Yeah, because yeah. because at first it was indefinite, then they yeah, made it twelve. <laughs> I know Kansas. I hadn't looked it up, but I know Kansas State dude should have got something because that whole thing was started. The by the other Kansas dude got two two games. Then mm-hmm. the uh, Love, the kid off of the bench for Kansas State. And, yeah, dude's in street clothes. Yeah, in black and the black. Oh man, that, oh, he that's got, right Yeah, now, he bro. got eight. He got eight <laughs> games, and one of the other Kansas guys got a. Uh, I think like it, I think it was like three games. I don't remember the last. Well, so, can, so the dude can't say didn't get nothing. No, yeah, that the the guy that was in street clothes and the blacks, he he was from K State. 
He got oh, eight, I, he got eight. I games. want the dude who started something to get. Oh something, no, I don't. Can... I don't think he got anything. What? No, just the kids that were fighting. Just the guys that were fighting. Oh, I don't like to make. I ain't gonna lie. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna sit on my social high horse for a second. So you literally instigate and start this whole thing and walk away with nothing. Walked away with nothing. If I'm, wow. If I'm not mistaken. I don't, I don't like that at all. Because like literally, without him starting this crap. The the clock is dribbled out and everybody's going home. Yeah, like nobody's like, oh man, let's go ahead and have a hey, we finna dribble this clock out before the clock run out. Let's start a fight. Like, no, everybody was. It's like he was dribbling the ball and just swung on dude for no reason. Everybody was chilling. Everybody was chilling until he want to come and try to be captain, save him and try and try to move and then got pinned and now his pride hurt. <laughs> so now he got to fight yeah. to save his pride. Him feelings was hurt. Him feelings was hurt. But anywho, now, today is Thursday, January 23rd. And upon yesterday, um, the man formerly known as Zion Williamson made his debut for New Orleans uh, against the Spurs. Did they win that game? No. Because he, he had that run in the fourth. I thought he made it close, but they when didn't win they, that one. When they ended up taking him out with about six minutes left, I think they were still down by five. Ah. Four. They, they were down by four. And he, no, nah, they didn't catch him. Yeah, they won, yeah uh, Spurs won 121-117. But um, I will say this. Uh, did you actually see Zion on court? Some of it. I didn't yes. see him erupt in the fourth quarter. Right. So, and when I saw him, it was earlier in the game because I, I mean, I actually that's why I cut it off. You know, mm-hmm. it, it it didn't look like he was gonna play a whole lot. So right. I, I cut the game off, man. But when I watched it, it looked like he was kind of limping to me. Maybe the, I don't know. That's way whether that's the way he runs or what. But right. I saw the highlights the next day, man. I should have. You were like, wow, yeah, I, I should have should have stayed watching the game because he put on the show. And what impressed me the most right. was the fact that he hit four straight three pointers. Because yes, that is with at Duke, he he couldn't shoot. I mean, he couldn't shoot. Okay. Now me now me and a friend got into a debate about that, right? I don't think put like this. I don't think he'll shoot four for four every night. No, but no, 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 no. Obviously, I think his shot was better than we gave him credit for. I think that he just chose to go to the basket a lot because he was making up for RJ Barrett. That was me. That's what me and the guy got into a conversation about when he was at Duke. Was by the time RJ Barrett took six or seven shots, brick four, brick six of them. Zion's like, hey, we need a, we need a basket. How do I? How do we score? Yeah, let me get to the rim. Uh. I mean, I I can see that, what you're saying. That that that's what that was a, a, a theory me and him came up with. Now I don't think he's gonna shoot like that every night, no. but because you see the you see how much space they gave him on like every three point attempt. Uh-huh. <laughs> like one of them, he caught it, pumped it. They they just looked at him like, "All right, bro, you got it." <laughs> and he was like, "I right, bet." <laughs> Sent it home. Huh? But um, real quick, to to me. Didn't Zion look like 
the dude on the football team playing basketball? <laughs> oh, he, he always did to me. I always looked at him like, man, look at this football player out there with, with us basketball guys. <laughs> I'm telling you, he looked he look like the high school middle linebacker yeah. with a jumper. Yeah. <laughs> and, you like, and then he comes out on the court and you look at him like, he, why is he on the team? And then, you know, he hits a three and you're like, oh, he can shoot. Yeah, that's why he's on the team. Even though he really football is his main his main squeeze because he's solid. Oh yeah, solid. They, that is that is a that is a franchise left tackle out there playing basketball. Man, my my wife was watching the game when when we were watching it, and mm-hmm. she she just she said at least three times in fifteen minutes, he's just so big. <laughs> he is he is big. I said, yeah, baby, he, he pretty big. He's big. Yeah. And just think, hilariously enough, people get paid that hundreds of thousands to probably millions of dollars to come up with that same analysis. Right. Right. He's so big. Like, yeah, we can see that. Yeah. You get paid millions of dollars to say that. And my wife said that at home. And yes. she just sitting in her couch. She had no idea who Zion Williams was. No, she didn't know. She said that is that the <laughs> is that the the nineteen year old that everybody was talking about that played for the Pelicans? I said, Yeah, babe. That was the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. And that, then that's him. And then she just looks at him like He's so he is big. so big. Why is he so big? Because <laughs> I will see. And and the thing is, I as I've said on the show, she's mm-hmm. heard me talk about him and say mm-hmm. that he needs to lose weight. So mm-hmm. when she finally laid eyes on him on the court, she was like, this is his first game? I said, yeah, he is so big. Oh, my God. He's big. I said, yeah, but he's he's huge. He- He's huge. He's a very big individual. Absolutely. But then, as you saw, um, and when you woke up, that he um, he exploded in the four, four three pointers, some rebounds, and some assists. They saw him uh, push the break. Had a great uh, assist to I want to say Lonzo somebody. He had a great assist and dish it off to him. So it was great that he had a great had a good debut. Uh, Twenty two points. Uh, 17 in that fourth quarter spurt. And the one thing I like was they're still they still got a lot of stuff to figure out. Where does Lonzo fit in this? Where does Drew Holiday fit in all of this? More importantly, where does Brandon Ingram fit in all of this? Because we're just coming off a, a night, what, like last week where you scored, like, what, 46? Yeah, yeah, 46. So, obviously, the dude got talent, and it's going to be interesting to see how this whole chemistry things work out. But, you know, everybody wanted to see him. And everybody got a, everybody got a piece of him. They just he just waited to the fourth quarter to you know yeah. show it because he was struggling in that first he was in that first half. Can you see the speed of the game? I think. And uh, put it like this: there's another person who uh, should be well adjusted to the speed of the game, and they are still he is still struggling. <laughs> What's up with your boy James, man? Uh, not my boy. I don't. I don't, hey, first, don't what's up with your boy? Me. What's up with your boy James? The beard. Mm-mm. What's Mm-mm. up with your boy Beard, man? He shoots too Look, much. That's what but I mean. but it was that he missed with sixteen straight threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He missed sixteen straight. I saw a tweet. They showed. Uh, this is the funniest thing ever. They showed like his three point percentage for like a, like consecutive games in a row, like during his struggles. Uh-huh. Everybody said it looks like, like tour like dates. Tour dates, yeah. <laughs> I was 
Right. Yeah. It did though. Because <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at the meme right now. He shot one for 17, two for 18, one for eight, three for 14, five for 19, four for 20, three for 17, two for 15, two for 16. You're like this. This is like a tour date. Yeah. <laughs> Come see the beard tour. <laughs> Coming to you live March 17th. Like. Yeah. Coming to a town near you, like boy, what's what do you think? What do you think's been going on, man? Everybody got in Russell. Everybody thought Russell was supposed to be his running mate and take all this pressure off of him, but apparently he's still just chucking up shots, like you know. Hey, that's why I never fell into the whole he's the greatest offensive talent ever. No, nah, he just shoot a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he just shoots a lot, man. I mean, if if I'm if if I got four teammates that are gonna let me sit up top, ball for twenty one of the twenty four seconds, right? I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna keep shooting the ball. Now LeBron likes to dribble the air out of the basketball too, but guess what he's gonna do at the end of the shot clock? Go pass it to somebody else and let them get the basket. You know what I'm saying? Is, is, he, is he still leading the league in assists? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But Jay, I know who's not leading the league in assists. He's not leading James, the league in anything. So James he's Hart. leading the league in missed threes. That's probably it. And still points. And amazing enough as that is, it, he's still leading the league in points too. But. Man, he's he's been terrible of late. But as bad as he's been, Russ has been that good. Russ just can't can't shoot the ball. <laughs> you know, he's just Wait, he's a bricklayer. Wait, time out. Yeah, just so y'all can truly understand this, we named out all of those shooting performances, and those are shooting performances by James Harden. The man still averages thirty six a game. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That's not that's not the killing part. You want to know who's number two? Mm. He, he, oh, you want to guess? I'll let you guess. I don't know. Giannis. Yeah. With 30. Yeah. He's six points ahead on average. Mm-hmm. This isn't like per game. This isn't a total number. This is He averages six more points than his second person. Like we're talking about the difference between him and Trey Young is 0.8 points. Giannis is 30, Trey Young is 29.2, Luca is fourth with 29.1. But James Harden is literally six points ahead of his guy. Yeah. He's six points ahead at number two. Yeah, LeBron still uh, leading the league in assists with 10.8 a game. Oh, boy. I don't know. And I, I was one of those people who believed in Houston for the regular season. I didn't believe in him for the playoffs. But now this this gives me cause for cause for concern. Yeah. Even for the regular season. Even even for the regular season, because let me see. I'm gonna pull up NBA standings real quick. So I want to see what's going on as far as uh let me see, because we're at Western Conference now. Rockets are a six seed, which I ain't gonna lie, them being at a six six seed was a little bit surprising to me because I thought they'd have been higher all year. I thought they were literally going. To, I thought they were going to be higher, and come to find out, guess who's second? This wasn't in the rundown for the show, but guess who's second in the in the West right now? Uh, either the Nuggets or the Jazz. The 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 Jazz yeah. did not know that. Either the Nuggets or the Jazz. Man, the Jazz done won like like sixteen. They passed seventeen. Some crazy number. 
Of course, the Lakers are dominating because I think the I think LeBron and them got a point to prove. I think that they they want that number one. Yeah, they want it. Yeah, because they want that number one because they're an old team. They don't want to be traveling too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I it's not a bad strategy, you know they're not they're they're an old team. You know they got a lot of older guys. LeBron seventeen seasons. You know eighties broke up. You know, Avery Bradley, Danny Green, like, they're an older team. The only young guy on the team is Kuzma, and he's so wishy-washy. I think. You don't know what you're getting from him half the time. I think we're going to trade him. You, okay, wait. Since we are the Lakers, uh, I'm going to call you this. You never said this, but I'm going to call you this. Since you are the Lakers aficionado here. I, I love us, I love it. I, I have a question for you. What's that? Um... Y'all seem to have a problem when LeBron goes to the bench, as in many LeBron James-led teams. Uh-huh. Um, the bench scoring really seems to be an issue, right? Yeah. Why haven't y'all signed Jamal Crawford? That is a good question. Like everybody's like, "Oh man, wait till wait till the Grizzlies release Eagle Dollar, and we can go get Eagle Dollar." Look, Eagle Dollar is still the guy that needs his shot set up for him. Why don't y'all go get you realize Jamal Crawford, like last year, dropped 50. Huh. Like, we're not talking about a guy three, three, four, five, six years ago. We're talking literally last year. And this guy drops 50 and he doesn't mind coming off the bench. He wants like, to come off the bench. Like, I see, I I see a hand in glove fit here. And it's surprising to me that. Jamal Crawford one isn't on a roster, and two, he's the perfect counter. He's the perfect counterbalance to Lou Williams with the Clippers. He's the perfect counterbalance. I don't. I do not understand it. We oh, we need some guys that can get some production off the bench. Jamal Crawford's literally can roll out of his sleep and get you fifteen. He can roll out of a bed with a hangover and get you fifteen. Yeah. Why haven't y'all signed Jamal Crawford? Hey, I've I've been wondering the same thing all year. <laughs> like, bro, like that 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 is a hand in glove fit for y'all right now. Like it's perfect. I don't know. Wait, I'm looking at the East Angels real quick. The six the 76s are sixth. Lord. Yeah, they, they went through a bad stretch a few weeks ago, man. That and then Joel got his thumb, but Ben Simmons has been balling. Because I'm telling you, bro, the 76ers need to make a decision. Is it Joel or is it Ben? It can't be. Can't, it can't be both. Because Ben Simmons without Joel and B balls out of control. Because remember that Brooklyn series when Joel was out? Yeah. Ben Simmons was incredible. Because he – but then I don't know. They got two stars, but those two stars don't click. At Let all. me phrase that. Let me phrase that. I think Joel can work off of he can work off of Ben, but that's not his strong suit. Like if you got a guy like Joel, you don't want him being a catch and shoot guy like Chris Bosch. You want him in no, the post. Now he to... can catch and shoot, but the problem is we if you give if you give it to Joel in the post, whoever's doubling, whoever's checking Ben Simmons, just double, just double Joel. Right, because what? Because what are you gonna do? What's the Ben Simmons gonna do? Hit the three? <laughs> no, I'll just. I don't care if you come from way across the court. Whoever got whoever's checking Ben Simmons when Joel's in the post, just go double. I'm not worried about Ben shooting a three or shooting any type of shot at all. 
Right. But that's that. So now, last but not least, which to me, we wanted to end the show with this because this might take a minute. Um, I don't know if y'all's been keeping up this, but I have, even though I hadn't, we hadn't talked about it. What the Houston Astros and they got caught for sign stealing. Am I right? Yeah. And, uh, 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 sign, not just sign stealing, because everybody steals signs. Uh, of course, a, a of course. whole a whole sign stealing operation. <laughs> yes, that is it is a lot of people. Some I have some people say they feel like this was more egregious than steroids. I guess, man. <laughs> you got to think about that one for a second. Nah, I, nah. I have. Well, I have my own opinions, but go ahead. But I was just getting at the fact that the Houston Astros really had a whole sign-stealing operation mm-hmm. and won a World Series off of it. And now people are getting fired left and right behind you know them finding out that they cheated and whatnot. But um, I want to know what well, I want to know what you got because you are more the baseball man than I. I can tell you how I feel about it on a sports level. But I need you to break this down and give it to me on a baseball thing. Like how, like how big of a deal is this? Oh, it's a huge deal. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But it's not something that doesn't go on. It was just how elaborate it was. Okay. Right. Because if I'm on second base, if if I'm on second base, right. Mm-hmm. Or or I am in any way in a position where I can see the signs that the catcher is giving to the pitcher. Okay. I can right. I'm 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 stealing the signs. I could go back to my dugout, tell my, my coaches this is what's coming. You know what right. I'm saying? This is what we need to look for when he does this, this is what's coming, or whatever the case may be. Right. So it happens. It just doesn't happen as elaborately as they. I mean, they were they were like they were really gaining a competitive advantage. <laughs> because here's the thing, right? Yeah. I'm because I was always more of the football person, mm-hmm. and the idea of stealing signs or lip reading that's nothing that's not unheard of. Mm-hmm. But it's like a guy said that kind of stuff happens during the game. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. That's why you. That's why you always see NFL coaches when they call them to play. They use a play sheet to cover their mouth up, you know, so nobody can lip read or whatever the case may be. Or like you saw that the development of the people who use like signals, they had like three people like yeah. giving the signal, and two people had the dummy call. One person actually had the real call. So they got more elaborate than that, but to try and keep people from stealing them in the middle of the game, but. You always were looking in the middle of the game to figure out something. The fact that they had cameras and whatnot set up and all of this stuff, because to me that was the part that took it over the edge, was the fact that, like a lot of people said, they recorded it. And once you record it, you can analyze it. And then once you analyze it, that's data. You know what I'm saying? And then that's real easy. Just And then then they had people with, like, then they had some people like mics in their ear. Uh-huh. <laughs> like they was telling him, "Hey, yo, he come to curve." <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> I. So, bottom line for me, they were cheating. 
they had a, an elaborate cheating scheme. Scheme, but as a as a former baseball player, as a as a youth baseball coach, right now, right, you still got to go out there and hit that baseball. Now, would you agree that knowing what pitch is coming does make that a lot easier? It it, it it gives you an advantage. I will say that. But hitting a baseball is arguably it's hard. It's arguably the hardest thing in sports, man. I mean, you outside had a, of outside of throwing a slant route, probably it's probably up there too. You, throwing a slant's hard. <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta think about that though. You got a, an object coming at you at ninety five, plus miles per hour. At ninety plus miles per hour on a regular basis. And mm-hmm. if they're throwing a, a 89 mile power slider, it looked like it's coming right at you. And then it, it, it veers off whichever direction. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, if you know what pitch is coming, yeah, that, that gives you a clear advantage if it's a fastball. Right. Okay. Or if it's a, 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 a curveball, depending right. on how they throw their curve, but you still got to hit it, man. And you don't know where the pitch is going to be. You know what pitch is coming, so you know what, what spin on the ball to look for. But right. Man, it, it's, no, it's not. You got to hit that baseball, man. That's I No, the Astros so would have won the World Series if they mm-hmm. didn't have the signs. Really? The Red, the Red Sox would have won the World would have won the World Series the year before if they wouldn't have stolen the signs. Man, I'm, I – no man. Uh, yeah, did they did they hurt the integrity of the game by cheating? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because they, I mean, they they cheated. Wasn't no gray area. They were they were cheating. <laughs> because because the one thing about it that a lot of people discussed, and I actually heard a story about this, that um, there a a woman for ESPN did a story about all the lives who were affected by this because apparently there was a big because of the cheating scandal you know uh, Astros was getting hits right and there were a lot of guys who got called back down after they played the Astros you feel what I'm saying gotcha and the fact of that that's the kind of stuff that went on like you got guys you know, they sit in that minor league, they got their call up, they're playing a few games, and then next thing you know, they play the Astros, and the Astros got all their signs, they're getting hit on. Yeah, maybe this is the guy who we thought he was, and they got sent back down. And it's like, oh, they're out here ruining lives now. <sighs> and I put like this, whether it's in-game or not, because like you said, you still have to be able to perform. Outside of any of that, whether you know what's coming or not, you still got to make the play. I've played football, and I've learned teams' tendencies, and I know, hey, y'all, this play is coming right here, and you still got to stop it. Even if you know it's coming, you still got to stop it, and you still got to connect. But I do believe that I – don't, I don't know if I want to say this was bigger than the steroids, but to me it's on no, the level. No, indeed. I, think, I, wanna, I genuinely feel like it's on the level. Because of the fact of not the because it's the fact of them deliberately doing it. There was a system. There was there was a system. There was a scheme. This wasn't some haphazard like half done thing. Like this was something that was well thought out, right. plan, scheme, and people knew about it and didn't do anything about it. 
like like club like clubhouse wide like people's like oh yeah we're cheating but like you can't like you I can't do nothing but think about uh like the Patriots as no offense like the Patriots when Mangini called when he was working with the Jets he was like hey bro I know what y'all do just don't do it to us <laughs> and Bill Belichick was like nah and he called himself trying to do it and Mangini is what called the league and was like yeah the Patriots for trying to record us. Yeah, like the guys up there, like I can see you. So, like there was a scheme behind this. It wasn't just some haphazard done thing that you know where everybody's doing it, so we're doing it. No, 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 no. It's one thing to figure out something in game that could tip that could tip you off. That's not them having recorded earpieces. They're thinking about there was technology behind this. Mm-hmm. There was microphones in people's ears that was telling them what pitch was coming. That means that was someone's job. Your job is to sit here and look at these signs and tell the person in the ear what pitch is coming. There was devices that had to be bought for this. And to me, that's what makes it just as bad, just just because of that alone. There's a lot that went into this. Now, steroids as a whole was a league-wide issue. No disagreement there. Because it wasn't just affecting one team, it was affecting all of them. You feel what I'm saying? But as far as them and this thing here and how deep it had to go even within this one team how deep it had to go for it to get to this point and how many lives and stuff it affected i have to put it somewhere up there maybe not as bad but if we're talking about steroids as one this is one a i can't even call it a two this is one a because that's a lot to go into that's a lot to have to do and put together to pull off something of this magnitude no doubt. So, um, go let's go ahead and get my socials and whatnot, big fella. Man, y'all check us out on PG Sports Podcast on Facebook, uh, at PG Sports Pod on Twitter, and PG Sports Podcast on Inst- on Instagram. Continue to like, support, share. Please share. Rate Please share. We <laughs> we appreciate all comments. Mm-hmm. We listening, so oh yeah. Uh, once again, go to our aforementioned social medias mentioned by my esteemed co-host. We 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 love, all, but like, and I want to do this real quick. If you've gotten this far, I I'm certified to think that you know you really rocking with us. I want somebody to go to the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you have us on, and comment on anything saying PG. And put the comment PG on anything we got, and then we'll give you a shout out in the next episode. Because if you done got this far, I know you're really rocking with us. And I want to make sure that you know. I want to make sure that you know we see y'all. And that for, for rocking with us, this we about we a year in. We just started as a passion project, and we just gonna keep this thing going. And if anybody who's listening like this, we want to let y'all know that we greatly appreciate y'all. So anybody who done got this far, go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Comment something saying P the word PG and we'll give you a shout out in the next episode. And um Paul, you got anything else? Man, as always, thank y'all for listening. We'll catch y'all next episode. Yes, we will catch y'all next episode. Peace. <laughs>